We talking about trauma tonight. Tonight's episode is sponsored by nobody. If you want your stuff highlighted on the show, DM me. We can make it happen. If you sell clothes, if you got wine or hats or whatever it is you got and you want to highlight it on the show, DM me and we can make it happen. But I'm going to keep it gangster with people. So don't send me your stuff and think just because you sent it to me, I'm going to gas it up if it's trash. If it's trash, I'm going to tell people it's trash. If it's fire, I'm going to tell people it's fire. So hit the DM if you want your product highlighted on the show. Snoopy Noir, episode two. Tonight, we talking about trauma. But not just the, the average way you think about trauma. Because I know everybody here trauma, you, you think of the, the obvious things. That ain't what we talking about tonight. We talking about the stuff that we done normalized that's been traumatic to us that we didn't even know it was a, a traumatic experience growing up. What's up, everybody? I see you. What's up? What's up? I see y'all coming in. We talking about trauma, the normalized trauma, not the obvious stuff. We all know, you know, physical abuse. We all know those type of things. We all, we all could recognize that, but that ain't what we talking about tonight. We talking about the shit that been going on in your household, in your lives, passed down from your mama, your grandmama, your, your daddy, your grandpa. They done passed it down and down and down, not even realizing it's traumatic. What's up, what's up, what's up? Everybody's still coming in. I'm going to try to hold off before we jump into the topic while we still got people coming in. What's up, everybody? Episode two, we lit. What's up? I want to see y'all join in, too. The stuff that I say is trauma, y'all might not feel is trauma. Let me know if you don't think it's trauma. Let me know if, if it's something that you thought of that I ain't think of. Pretty plus style say, let me get this hookah ready. This is going to be a good one. Yes, ma'am. Get your hookah ready. Get your drinks ready. Whatever it is you need. And let's tuck in and dig into this. Smooth operator. What's up? Welcome to the room. Welcome to the podcast. Snoopy Noin. Episode two. We talking about what? Trauma. We not talking about your average everyday trauma that everybody recognizes and everybody knew. We talking about the shit that you don't recognize as trauma. The shit you don't realize was traumatic growing up. The shit that was so normal to you that you didn't recognize that it was traumatic to you. It was hindering to you, to your growth. You didn't realize till you grew up, had kids, and looked back and realized that what was going on and what was happening on an everyday basis wasn't normal. It wasn't a good thing. What's up? What's up? Triple OG Cap, what's up? Jazz Forever, what's up? Episode 2, Snoopy Noin. Thank y'all for joining. Every episode will be uploaded to YouTube a couple days after we live stream on Instagram. So let's jump into this, this trauma topic. And like I said, it's stuff that we went through and lived through our everyday lives that we didn't realize was, was trauma. You know, and it, it start off with your environment. For most of us growing up in the hood or growing up in poverty or growing up in not the best conditions, that by itself was traumatic. Stuff that we thought was normal, the neighborhoods that we was living in, we thought was normal, that we walked to school every day. We walked home back and forth every day. We wasn't worried. We thought it was normal. 
being in that environment, seeing crack houses on the block, knowing as a child at 9, 10, 11, 12 years old that this is a crack house. You might not even fully understood what crack was, but you knew it was a crack house. To the point when we was 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, when we joking on each other, we calling each other a crackhead. You're a crackhead. And we thought that was normal. And when you, you look back on that now, why was a child, why was we as children exposed to this and knowing what, it's, it's neighborhoods in America that have no idea what a crack house is. They have no idea what a crackhead is. But we grew up with this every day. We had relatives that was drug addicts. All these things was traumatic to us, seeing this stuff. You had uncles or aunts that came over to your house and you had to put away your, your money or put away your jewelry or put away what you think that did to you as you grew. First of all, you wasn't, you had no empathy for them. You didn't have no empathy for a person who was struggling with an addiction to the point where they were stealing from their own family or to the point where they was wandering the streets all hours of the night and we knew them as crackheads. Where was the empathy? So we grew up normalizing that and not having empathy for people. So what you think you did as you, as you got older and you started jobs or you went on to college or you got in relationships, how can you have empathy for somebody when as a child you learned not to have it and you didn't even know you learned not to have it? Just being in an environment where we had to stay safe. We knew not to go down this block after a certain time. Or when certain people was out on this block. Or a certain person. That's traumatic for a child to have to recognize these things and decipher these things and navigate these things. Think about our children now. For those of us who've been blessed enough to, to move away from the environment we grew up in, think about your children now. They have no idea about none of this stuff I'm talking about right now. Your child couldn't tell you what a crackhead is. Your child couldn't tell you what a crack house is. And that's wild when you think about it because this was normal to us. We had houses on our block that was abandoned and nobody lived in that we just hung out and played in and was, was in and out of abandoned houses playing. You know the danger we was in when you, when you think back on it? It starts from the environment. The environment first is, is, is traumatic. How much of debt we witnessed growing up in that environment? How many people we know that's died? And not only died, that's been murdered, killed. It's people who don't know a person that's been murdered. Do y'all y'all understand that? That shit crazy. It's people who living right now who don't know nobody who'd have been killed. And we know five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten motherfuckers who'd have been killed. To the point where we hear somebody get killed and they don't even we don't skip a beat. You think that's normal? We think that that shit ain't normal. That shit ain't normal to have friends and family and associates that we know been killed in the streets. And we don't even stop. Most of the time, we don't even cry about it. 
most of the time we don't even cry about it. We might say rest in peace and keep it moving to the next person, till it happens to the next person. So what happened when you grew up? What happened now? That go right back to that empathy. That go right back to it's a heartless, it's a heartless way to live. It's traumatic. We grew up in an environment where we wasn't fully kids. Most of us, a lot of us. You feel me? We grew up where we had to be older than than what we was. How many funerals we've been to? It gets to the point we don't even go to funerals no more. We we know so many people that got killed and, and died. We don't even go to funerals no more. That's not normal. I realized it wasn't normal. My wife lost her cousin. He got killed. It was like a distant cousin, but somebody she grew up with. And I and and he got killed. And you know, I comforted her and I was there for her. But like the next day or two, she was still on it. Like she was still feeling sad. She was still crying. She was still, and I was like, niggas die every day, B. That's how fucked up the mentality is. I was, I understood it initially. I understood somebody died, you sad, yada, yada. I didn't understand the magnitude of debt for somebody who never lost somebody like that. How crazy is that? That my wife lost her cousin and two, three days later, I'm, I'm sitting around like, well, damn, why is she still stuck on this? Like, that's the environment we grew up in. That's the trauma that I had that I didn't even realize that I had. But I had to recognize that something's wrong with that. That's not normal. That's not right. And I know so many people like that. A lot of y'all in the comments right now, a lot of y'all like that. Normalized. We use that word normalized, but it shouldn't be. Trauma should never be normalized. Somebody sent something to my DM when I um introduced this topic. Let me see. I got it in my phone. I'm going to read it to y'all. And um, they say they grew up poor. So now they off at managing money and they impulse buy shit. It's so many different levels to this shit that we don't understand. When you grow up poor, you don't value money. You don't value Nothing. You ain't had nothing. Or it could be the opposite. That's the crazy thing about trauma. There's no one way to the shit. It ain't a one-way street. It could go either way. So you grew up with no money, You grew, and then you grow up, and then you don't value the money because I ain't never had it. I'm going to spend it every time I get it because I ain't never had it. On the opposite end of that, you won't save every single dime. You don't treat yourself. You don't buy yourself nothing. Why? Because you grew up not having nothing. So you think you don't ever want to go back to not having nothing. All that's trauma. All that is trauma. All that is shit that we got to figure out how to navigate once we grow up. I mean, and that's a part of life. You got to figure out everything. But some stuff we make it hard on ourselves and our environment played a big part in how we was raised. Somebody else said something, uh, Things that cause anxiety. Like in a nice neighborhood, if you see somebody out running, you assume they're exercising. 
when you see somebody running and you ain't know why they was running, you figured in the hood, you think either they done done some shit, they running from somebody. How crazy is that? If I'm in a hood, if I'm in a, in a poverty-stricken area, and I look out my door and I see somebody running fast as they can up and down the street, up down the street, I think they did some shit. I think somebody behind them. But me now, as I've grown, I done kind of established myself. I'm living in a nice neighborhood, and I walk out the door, I see somebody running down the street. Oh, this motherfucker going, oh, he must be training for a triathlon or however you say that shit. He training for, you know, a marathon. Or, you don't think he done done some shit. That's fucked up. That's trauma. Shit that we don't even realize. Or maybe we start to realize it and start to unpack it. I know it's a marathon, but they got like a try something too. Come on, don't, don't do me that. <laughs> Stay focused, dude. But at the same time, man, if we grew up in these environments, and it was normalized to us, how are we supposed to fix it? Because there's a lot of people walking around right now that's fucked up. Grown men and women who fucked up because of the trauma and shit they done went through as a child, but they don't even know that they went through this trauma. They don't know what they lived through was traumatic. They don't know what they went through have them fucked up now as a 30-plus-year-old man or woman. see a lot of y'all comment. I can't read all the comments. I got it. <laughs> y'all still stuck on this marathon. Chill. Y'all know what I was trying to say. But the environment is just one part of it. Like I say, with the, with the death and the drugs that's surrounding, you know, mostly black and, and, and poverty-stricken neighborhoods, you can't help but to be traumatized by some of these things. And you can't help but to normalize the shit at the same time. Because if you don't normalize it, you, gonna, you, gonna, you ain't going to make it to adulthood. The shit going to break you down and, and tear you apart. And you won't even make it to, to learn that it was trauma. So you got to normalize it. How fucked up is that? How many of us have seen... How many of us... Y'all deal with... Y'all done dealt with people who... Sold, it was a point in sold drugs. It was a point in time when I was 17, 18, 19 years old. If you try to talk to a girl on the street, you, you, you pull up on her, you try to talk to her. She asks you what you do. If you told her you work, if you told her you had a job, if you told her you was in school, you go to college, you was a fucking lame. If you told her you worked, she... Didn't want to talk to you. They ask you, you don't hustle? You don't hustle? Like something wrong with you because you didn't hustle. But this was the train of thought in that environment. If you weren't doing this, you was a nobody. But we know in reality, the nobodies is the niggas who's doing it. Who ain't going nowhere with it. But the trauma, the trauma normalized the shit we were seeing in the neighborhood. The trauma normalized seeing somebody go to jail over and over and over again 
and we thought it was okay. And the problem is we got to, somebody said the first step is to recognize the trauma. But how do you recognize a problem within yourself that you don't know is a problem? That's what we're talking about. The shit that we're talking about, we didn't know it was a, we didn't know it was a problem. Nobody knew this was a problem. Our parents obviously didn't know this was a problem. We didn't know this was a problem. And you know, and speaking on the parents, it's, that's a part. That's a part of the trauma too. I saw somebody comment earlier, always wanting to hit somebody for something or, or whip, catch a whipping for something. I got two daughters right now, six and three years old. I rarely whip them. I could probably count on my hands the times I whipped them. Everything that we did, every single thing that we did wrong or didn't listen or wasn't paying attention as a child. Think about it. This is what children do. Children don't pay attention. Children don't do what they're supposed to do. Yet we was getting whooped for it. And not just regular, we was getting our ass whipped. We was getting our ass whipped. And in our minds, growing up, we felt like, oh, that made us better. Somebody need to whoop our ass. She don't listen. We, we, perp, we take that and put it towards our living moving forward, thinking that's what make you a better person, a better child. You whoop your children. I posted a, I posted a video on the page, on the story the other day. Now, now listen to this. It's a little kid. Evidently, his dog died. They got the dog laying on a little blanket or a pee-pee pad or something, and the daddy is telling them how to pick, pick the dog up on the pad and move it to where they need to move it. He looked like he about four years old. He got him trying to pick up a little dog. He can't do it. He's trying to pick it up. He can't do it. The grandma come in the frame and bop him in the head. And he, he turned on like, what's wrong with you? And then the daddy check him. Who you talking to? This a child you got trying to pick up a dog on a pad and move it. And he not moving fast enough for you. So you popped him in the head. And him as a child, he recognized that that wasn't right. I ain't do nothing. What is wrong with you? And the daddy jumped on the child because he talking back to his grandmother, his mama, whoever it was. All that's trauma. How you think that child is going to grow up? He never going to feel like he could speak up for himself without getting in trouble, without getting a, a whipping. But even more than that, like, it's levels in that. In that scenario, there's so many levels in that. The child just lost his dog, his pet dog. So he's probably sad at some point. Now, he done put his grief to the side because you got him carrying his dead dog to bury his dog. You ain't even allowing him to grieve or be sad. or You got him doing stuff that a grown man, that's your, that's your job as a parent to do. But you got the child doing it. Because in that parent mind, this is teaching them responsibility or this is teaching them how to do things. Or No, it's not. You're teaching them the wrong stuff. He's four years old. He shouldn't have to know how to be responsible for that. He shouldn't know, have to know how to deal with that. Then you got the grandma just come and pop him in the head. The hell wrong with her? But that's what she's been taught. That's her trauma. He ain't moving fast enough. He ain't listening. He foe. He trying to carry a dead dog. 
and you pop the man in his head. And then when he recognized it, in his mind that's not fully traumatized yet, because he recognized that, why would you hit me for this? Y'all jump on his kick. It's so many levels through generations and uh, generations that have been passed down that we don't recognize, we don't know, we don't even understand. But Snoopy knowing. Snoopy knowing. How many times you done got yelled at? We It's a joke. You see it on social media when uh, a child doing homework and it's Timmy got four apples and he took away two. How many apples? And a child not getting any. How many apples does chick? Come on, man. What you? What are you instilling in a child like that? You instilling confidence? You instilling him how to take his time and figure out something? What you, what you instilling when you yelling at them because they can't figure out how many apples Timmy had? And I'm, I'm not getting on people, but because it's, it's they got to learn it for themselves too. But we old enough now. It's enough information out now. We we in a different environment where we could see other people around the world and see that that's not how these people operate with their kids. That's not how people operate in their household. Somebody say right, just break it down. Their self esteem exactly. If you're a parent, you are here to build your child's self-esteem. You're here to, to teach them how to navigate through problems, how to figure out the world, basically. You yelling at them every time they can't figure it out as fast as you think they should is not uplifting them. It's only creating trauma. And then the next time when it's happening, they're going to say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They scared to even answer a question because they scared to get they gonna get hollered at. They scared they're gonna get a whooping. And I'm gonna jump off into this parenting thing. That's gonna be the, the next episode for episode three. We're gonna get into parenting because that's a that's, that's 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 a deep rabbit hole right there. But what y'all got to say? I need somebody to join in with me. Let me know what they thinking. If you agree with me, let me know. If you disagree with what I'm saying, let me know. Cause it's it's so many different levels of trauma, and we all know the obvious shit. That ain't that ain't, and that's not to disregard it or to say it's not important. The obvious stuff, but there's so many things that go on that we don't recognize. Smooth operator. But we also live in a world where people don't want you to correct them or their children. You need a village. And that's a fact. But when did, when, when did we go wrong from that? Because that was, at one point in time, we had that. And some kind of way, we, we went away from that. What's some other forms of trauma that y'all know about now that you didn't recognize growing up? Let's talk about the the... The dynamic of relationships that you might have seen your your mom and your daddy or your grandma and grandpa, or your aunt and uncle, or just your next door neighbor, whoever it might be. The level of disrespect that adults talk to each other with when you was growing up and you saw how your mama talked to your daddy. 
Or you saw how your daddy talked to your mama with no respect. Or you saw how your grandma and grandfather cursed each other out like cats and dogs in the street. What you think that did for you mentally as you got older, as you got in a relationship, as you got friends, as you got a, as you went to the workforce? You don't know how to talk to people. I work with so many people right now who don't know how to talk to people. Why you think they don't know how to talk to people? It's because of the traumas, the, the trauma that they witnessed growing up and normalized growing up. Cursing out each other. Cursing their children. How many times we in the store and we see parents cursing their children like dogs? Motherfucker this and stupid bitch that to children. What you think that do to them? What you think it do to a child seeing his daddy talk to his mama like she not shit? Or his mama always wanting to fight his daddy and talk to him crazy and, and belittle the, who's supposed to be the man of the house? You got somebody that's supposed to be the man of the house, but he can't say nothing because you, you got a woman that talks to you with no respect. For whatever her feelings is, whatever her reasons is for doing it, she doing it. So what you think that child learned? And then they grew up and get in relationships and don't know how to express themselves, don't know how to talk things through. It's a cycle, it's a never end, it's a never ending cycle that we somehow gotta break ourselves out of. Yo, girl, I had said I had to get out of that environment. I was verbally abused by my baby mama. You know, we take this stuff as jokes, man, but it's real life traumatic experiences that shaped us, shaped the world, shaped our environment, shaped our families, shaped us as, as business people, as professionals. Smooth operator. Women want men who lead but don't know how to follow. Absolutely. And it's not just always on a woman. Some men don't know how to lead. But why you think they don't know how to lead? Because of everything that we're talking about right now. Something affected them as a child where they wasn't taught. They didn't learn. All you do, when you growing up and you learning, you mimic what you see. You mimic what you learn. You take them lessons. You take everything you see and you put it towards yourself and your life. So if you're learning all these bad habits, if you're learning disrespect, if you're learning no empathy, no sympathy, why is the world in the state is in not? It's because this cycle has been going on and on and on and nobody is breaking it. Nobody talking about it. Nobody addressing it. Nobody recognizing it. Snoopy knowing though. This is the shit that we got to talk about. Before we can fix anything, before anything can change, we got to fix ourselves. And we got to recognize trauma that's in us. You got women that fight men. You might have grew up in a household where your mama and your daddy fought physically. And not to the point where, like, 
they was getting beat. Like they, this was this was their thing. They thought it was okay to fight each other. I just saw um, Super had posted a couple weeks ago or whatever when her her dude got into it, and that was a big thing. And she said she fight niggas. She trying to work on herself, but she fight niggas and yada. Where that come from? Where the fuck it come from where women fight men? Nobody should be putting their hands on nobody. No man should be putting his hand on a woman. Woman shouldn't be putting it. But the, the mindset of a, I know plenty of girls like this growing up. I fight a nigga quick. Who you talking to? I fight a nigga quick. What you mean? First of all, you can't win. Settle down. You can't win. You're going to get yourself hurt. Settle down. Relax. What the hell you mean you fight men? That's trauma. Something is not right. You think that's okay to say that? You think that's okay to think that? You think it's okay to fight a man? Men, you think it's okay to put your hands on women? All this is coming from somewhere. And it's all trauma. And it's all shit that we think is normal. How many people got, like your girl I had said, Baby mamas and baby daddies, and they constantly fighting each other. They constantly going to jail. They calling the police on this one. They calling the police on that one. One week he going to jail, next week she going to jail. Meanwhile, y'all got children. What the fuck do you think the children are seeing? What the fuck do you... And like we said, trauma not a one-way street. It works both ways. So when that child grow up, he going to either mimic that and think that's okay to put his hands on a woman or for a woman to put her hands on a man. Or he going to be on the opposite end of that where he don't want to touch, he don't even want to protect himself. He a man, he a broken man because he think it's okay for women to beat on him and talk to him down. To talk to him like he not a man. It's two opposite, two opposite ends of the spectrum when dealing with trauma. This is this is this is normal stuff. I'm not talking about the I'm not talking about the abnormal stuff. I'm not talking about, you know, the sexual assault, which is sad to say semi-normal too. But it's less normal than stuff we talking about right now. I'm talking about the normal shit, everyday shit that we went through. How many of y'all right now will leave y'all 12, 10, 11 year old home by themselves? Get home from school, let themselves in, lock the door behind them, stay home by themselves till seven, eight o'clock at night. How many of y'all doing that right now? Ain't many of us gonna do that right now. You might have a 10, 11 year old child right now, but you ain't leaving them in the house by themselves. You're not, you're not trusting them to come home by themselves and open the door and lock the door behind them and not open the door. We grew up like that. We walked home from school. I was in first grade. So my daughter's in first grade right now. She's six. Maybe not first grade. No, my brother, my brother was in first grade. So I was like in sixth grade, fifth, sixth grade. But I was walk, we was walking together to and from school through Holly Grove. And I understand our parents had hurdles. That some of us don't have now. 
we a lot of us grew up, our parents didn't have vehicles. So they had to make do, they had to make decisions that maybe they wouldn't have made. We'll never know, but maybe they wouldn't have made that decision had they had the opportunity that we got now. But regardless of that, how did they allow us to be 10, 11 years old and basically looking after ourselves for eight hours a day? What that do to the child? You think we thought that built responsibility, that built character, that built we knew what to do and what not to do. No, we were scared to do. We ain't know what to, we we ain't know better. We were scared. Why? Because you was gonna get your ass whooped if you did any of this. That's the trauma. That's the levels of the trauma. We didn't learn. We didn't do it because we was responsible. We didn't do it because we knew better. We did it because we didn't want our ass beat. Because we was going to get our ass beat if we was out that house. If one of the neighbors told our mama that we was out in that house playing playing football or open the door for somebody, we was going to get our ass beat. So that's why we didn't do it. I need y'all... I'm, Y'all leaving comments, but I need somebody to join my live right now. I need somebody to join the live and come in with me and either elaborate on what I'm talking about or bring up something I didn't even bring up yet. Somebody join the live. Somebody call in. I'm going to put you on the live with us, and let's talk about what you, what you deem to be trauma that maybe I didn't even think about. Or maybe the shit I'm saying, you saying this nigga, that shit ain't trauma, nigga. That made me a better person. If you feel that made you a better person, tap in. Let's let's talk about it. You think growing up the way we did made us better people with the trauma that we faced. That made us better people. So what about the people who didn't live in the environment we lived in and didn't live the way we lived? Are they not better people too? So you think it was only one way of being a, a better person? You think it was only one way of learning responsibility? Because everybody didn't grow up traumatized. Everybody didn't grow up under the threat of, of a beating. Everybody didn't grow up getting yelled at and cursed out. So if that made us better people and that taught us how to be responsible and to have thick skin and prepared us for the world. People who didn't grow up like that, they not prepared for the world. They not responsible. See, that's the, that's, that's the trauma talking when you say that shit. These kids soft now. They don't know nothing. They ain't go through nothing. My mama would have whooped my ass. We could have never, da, da, da. That's trauma talking. It's people who didn't grow up the same way you grew up. They just fine. Might be better off than you. But that's something else you've heard for generation to generation. 2000 Walker say Southern Manx. Yeah, it's no 100% on either side of this. Of course, people who didn't, some people who didn't grow up the way we grew up, of course, some of them ain't okay. But some of them are. 
A lot of us who grew up the way we are, a lot of us not, not okay. Some of us are. It's no, it's no 100% on, on none of this. Smooth operator, always being dropped off by a grandparent could be traumatic also. Listen, listen, that's a whole nother level of kids. Kids are smarter than we give them credit for. And if you got kids, you know this. Kids are way smarter than we give them credit for. Kids recognize a lot of shit that we think they not paying attention to or, oh, they don't care, they ain't worried about it. You will hear a child say, my, my mama don't never be home. My mama always out. Blah, blah, blah. And we laugh it off. People laugh it off and think it's a joke. It's not a joke. This child feel neglected. This child feel like their mama is never around them. This child feel like their daddy is never around them. This child feel like I'm all. How many of us call our grandparents mom and daddy? When you got a mom and daddy. But why? Because your grandparents stepped up and took the responsibility that your parents was handed off to them. You think it's normal to call your grandparent mom and daddy? That's not that's not normal. That ain't right. But you do it because you was looking for mom and daddy. You needed mom and daddy. And who was mom and daddy? Grandma and grandpa. Exclusive Sagittarius. I was terrified of dogs from growing up in the project, running from streets. Didn't realize that was traumatic for me until I got a dog this year. There's levels. There's so many different levels. It's like me right now. I grew up catching a bus all my life, RTA. I grew up catching a bus all my life. Once I got older and got some money and got a vehicle and a staff, I'm never catching a bus. I'm not, I don't care where I'm at. I'm not catching no fucking bus. Why? Because I was fucking traumatized from being on a bus all my goddamn life. I don't want to ride the bus. I recognize I don't want to be on a bus no more. I done rode a bus since I was goddamn 11 years old. I don't want to ride a bus. Don't ask me to ride no bus. Don't take, oh, the bus could take us in. I don't care. I'm not riding no bus. And you could apply that to plenty of different things with people. My bougie friend. I'm not bougie. See, that's not bougie. I'm just not riding. I don't want to be around other people. I don't. I don't, I don't want to ride the bus. That's my trauma. That's part of my trauma growing up. I don't want to ride a fucking bus. And everybody got their things like that. Where they was trying to like her with the dogs. You in the project because and they always fucking lose dogs out. Is that is that cool? That as a, as a child. I can't even walk to school. I can't walk to the corner because I'm in a shitty neighborhood and it's nothing but loose dogs around. And I didn't develop this trauma of dogs because I'm in this environment where it's just random wild dogs running fucking around. So to the point now, I don't like dogs and I'm traumatized by them. Man, our environment play, plays a big part on everything. The smallest thing that you think is small that you don't even pay attention to is traumatic. All right, now this episode two. I can't get nobody to join in. Smooth operator, the bus is often associated with poverty. Yeah, it is. 
That don't mean you got to be broke to ride the bus, but it is associated with that. I need somebody to call in. I need somebody to talk to me about something. I need somebody to tell me some trauma that they recognize that they went through. Pretty plus dot. I got you next week. Look, all y'all worrying about how y'all look. Don't worry about your handmade. You ain't got makeup. Don't none of that. You can put you can point the camera to the ceiling. I don't care. Just call in. I need your voice. I need some more insight on what we're talking about. Trauma. So many levels. So many levels of trauma. I wrote some more down that I, I thought of as I was um going through this. What they saying? Somebody say she were old school operator said she working. Y'all 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 in on the live, but I need y'all to I need y'all to tap in. Background too loud, you girl I had said. It's cool, I understand. But this is all I'm saying, y'all. We got a chance to 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 kind of change change the, the narrative and, and tilt the game for our kids now. And not traumatize them. We got a chance to recognize what we thought was normal activity growing up and not repeat that cycle that's been repeated for generation upon generation upon generation. Somebody said shout out from Bronx, New York. All right, what's up? All the way in the Bronx, the boogie down. What's happening? I don't think we um we didn't really tap into these the the whippings thing. We kind of we kind of slid past that. We mentioned it, but we you know how much of stuff we got a whipping for. You know the you know the stuff we got whippings with extension cords and switches and whatever your mama could pick up at the time when you was doing whatever she didn't appreciate you doing. That trauma had you going one way or the other. Getting your ass beat had you stand in line and doing what you were supposed to. Or getting your ass beat had you used to getting your ass beat. So you was going to keep doing whatever you wanted to do because you was used to getting your ass beat anyway. It wasn't affecting you one way or the other. Jazz forever says she requested. Go ahead, send it again, baby. Y'all be jumping off too quick. All right, here we go. I thought we was going. What happened? Jumped out. Let me turn my camera off. Can you hear me? You got it. Yeah, I can hear you. What's up? What's up? Okay, so um, I wanted to talk about like a traumatic, like something that's traumatic is like basically like when you have older children, you try to get your older children to help you raise your younger children. Like my sister is a, a tenth grade teacher in high school, and she always tells me about. Like her kids come to her crying and stuff because her their parents tell them 
Like, no, you can't go off to school. I need you to be here. You need to go to a a, a community college so you can stay here and help me raise these kids. They got to yeah. get jobs and all kind of crazy stuff like that. Like me, I was the oldest sibling. So like, even like if I wanted to go to the movies, but my mama had to go to work, she'd be like, you got to, no, nah, I need you to watch. I you got to watch your brothers here. and sisters. Yeah, you got to watch your brothers and sisters. I need you to stay here. I'm trying to have fun. I'm trying to as be a child, life. Right, as a child, as that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's your job as a child. Exactly. So I, wouldn't ne I would never try to get my children to raise each other. That's wrong. And, and then when your child is, like, combative towards you or, like, feeling, you know, like, smelling themselves, you wondering why. And it's because that you didn't put them in an adult situation. They, so that's your own fault. So they think they're adult now. You put exactly. them in a situation of being an adult, now you want them to act like a child when you talk to them, but you put them in an adult role. Exactly. You got them cooking meals, ironing clothes, washing clothes. Like, why are we, Why am I doing all this? Who was the parent, me or you? Hell yeah, and that's a, that's a good, because, and then let's talk about the effect of that, because, like you say, now you as a parent, you're not going to have, your child doing none of that mm -hmm. but is that like i said it's no one-way street so the trauma is either you mimic that mm -hmm. or you're gonna go the complete opposite and not have your child have no type of you know adult responsibility towards their brother and sister is that the right way to go though i feel like it's i feel like it's just it's just difficult like it, it i feel like i grew up in, in a military family so my mama was very strict about cleaning all the time. I have, it was five of us. We, our house was never dirty, ever. We had to clean the bathrooms every single day. It was so many things like that she would do that I just don't do right. to my son. And I feel that. I, I agree with you to a degree. I'm the same way with my daughters. My da they only six, six and three, but I'll have my six help her sister like if she can't put her shirt on or something mm -hmm. help her sister just because i want to build a bond between them yeah, two yeah. To, to always depend on each other even as they growing but mm -hmm. i'm never going to be to the point like you say if she want to go out and hang with her friends or she want no and she got to stay home and watch her sister she got to cook her sister lunch up i'm never gonna go that route and i agree with you 100 percent. so I what about like what about when when maddie start driving are you gonna be like, like, go pick your sister up. Or are you going? What you going? I guess it depends on the situation. <laughs> it it does it, it it does depend on the situation, and I think it's okay. Like I say, I'm I'm my job. One of my jobs as their daddy is to make sure they have a bond, mm -hmm. and and that's because I witnessed my wife and her sister to have a a strained relationship, and I don't ever and the way I am with my brothers. We don't have no strained relationships. We never been in no fight. We never been in no fallout situation. Uh -huh. We have a strong bond. So that's what I want for my girls. So I'm always trying to instill that into them to you can't depend on nobody but your sister. Not your friends, uh -huh. not your cousins, not you you look to your sister for help if you need help. So in saying that, I mean if she need a ride home from practice or school, I would hope that her sister wants to come pick her up from school. Yeah. But I wouldn't make it her responsibility. Like every Wednesday, you got to go pick your sister up from school. I understand she going to have things that she want to do. And she didn't have a child. That's my mm -hmm. child. Exactly. 
But I think a lot of parents don't think like that. They feel like, hey, I bought you this car. I put gas in that car. And if I need you to do something, that's what you're going to go do. Mm-hmm. Parents forget that that's children are people, people too. That's what I'm saying. Children are people too. They have feelings. They have things they want to do. They have rights too. Just because mm-hmm. they're a child don't mean you just boss them around and, and disregard their feelings. and That's trauma. Mm-hmm. That's just like when your mama, you know your mama was lying. She would lie straight to your face and then she'd be like, so you calling me a liar? And <laughs> in your head as a child, you really do want to say, yes, you lying as fuck right now. Like, on, we got pretty plus stars saying you can't depend on anyone else. That's traumatic too. I'm not saying you can't depend on nobody else. I don't mean it in that aspect. I mean, if you can't depend on nobody else, you should always have your sister that you could depend on. Your sister can always count on you. You can always count on your on your sister if somebody else don't come through. You shouldn't expect that from everybody, but you should. I feel like you should expect that from your sibling to always have your back, back and always be there for you. Go ahead with your saying. Um, but like I said, your mama will lie right to your face and then be like, you a liar? You calling me a liar? Actually, I, I really do want to say that you a liar. Right now, I do want <laughs> to say you a liar because you're lying. All right, so at some point, we gotta we do have to, we have to draw the line at disrespectfulness. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm, but so, some, I mean, even some things that they felt like was disrespectful, it wasn't disrespectful. Like, right. if I'm upset about something you made me upset about something right. i should be right. able to, to come to you respectfully and say you know what i didn't like that you did whoopty, whoopty, whoopty. yes it's yes. all in the child should always feel you should always make your child feel safe to express how mm-hmm. they be feeling even mm-hmm. if it's about something you did even if you think you you wasn't wrong mm-hmm. you gotta listen to them they gotta be able to voice because that's going forward that's teaching them to always that they voice matter Mm-hmm. That's what happened. People get in these jobs and these positions, and they get ran mm-hmm. over. They don't speak up for themselves because they they grew up not being able to speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. They grew up thinking authority trump everything, and I can't say a word. I can't say nothing. Or, or you have those people that have no control at their house, and then when they get to work, they want to be, they want to try to be the. Also, everybody. Oh, like, that's a, a that's a that's another topic. Opposite. That's another topic right there. That yeah, that's a part of trauma too. That they that they pushing off on other people. Mm-hmm. We definitely gonna have a topic about that. I I got that uh queued up for a later episode. But yeah, that's um yeah, that's all good shit, man. I appreciate you um dropping well, that in on me. me. Yeah, stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Alrighty. Appreciate you. Did I hang up? Did you hang up? There we go. All right. Appreciate you, Jazz, calling in. So, from this conversation, I pretty I pretty much realized that everybody recognized that it's, it's some trauma in their life that they didn't recognize was trauma. Uh, or they didn't fully understand was traumatic. So going forward, let's try to recognize that in ourselves. Let's try not to keep passing that generational trauma down to the next generation. That's our responsibility. 
anybody else need to call in and talk about some trauma that they might have went through that they not recognize is trauma that they didn't recognize when they was growing up or shit that you see that's traumatic even though it's not it's not being done by you I don't know what they got going on in the comments, y'all. I see everybody laughing and joking. I don't know what's, what they talking about. I can't keep up with the comments. But shout out to everybody joining me tonight. Who we got? Somebody requesting them. Let's go. Oh, did she change her mind? I keep backing up. There we go. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Nothing. So I wasn't saying like you specifically with the, um, you know, not, not being able to trust anybody. I just mean in general, I feel like that's also something that's traumatic, right? So if me as a parent, if I've experienced not being able to trust somebody that was so close to me, now that's the norm for me that you can't trust those that you should technically be able to trust. Right. But because I've experienced this, now that's the norm. So now I'm teaching my kids you can't trust certain people now a lot of that is built off safety right like <clears throat> obviously there's people you shouldn't trust right. off right rip. right but then there are some people your direct family like you should be able to trust them however we've been in experiences where you know they didn't come through as trustworthy and so now that's something that you kind of push so that's what i meant by that are they betrayed your trust facts facts it's a lot of people in a lot of households and a lot of families somebody brought it up earlier about like um sexual assault and things like that mm -hmm. i don't want i don't want to get too far into that because i still want this to be a light yeah. podcast i don't want yeah, exactly. i don't want it to get too too you know what i'm yeah, saying but people will betray your trust yeah and then that 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 trauma stay with you and then you move forward through life thinking nobody else could be trusted yeah. absolutely you get in a relationship and you got a good person you're in a relationship with but you can't recognize how good the relationship is because you making issues because you can't trust this person Facts. and something we say that like comes off so easy is oh it's, this is too good to be true why do we feel like right. that you feel like that because when things are good you know you waiting for the other shoe to drop but right. that's not healthy right. you, either right so you you sitting around waiting yeah, for the bad thing to like, happen man it's happening i know you about to do it <laughs> you're in one of the best situations you've yeah. ever been in but your trauma yeah. won't allow you to enjoy what you mm -hmm. deserve absolutely Absolutely. And there's nobody who could, you, you, we got to self diagnose. Uh, you got, we got to self diagnose to fix that. Yeah, because you, you got to realize that it's a problem. And you said that earlier, but that's what it is. You have to realize that something's a problem before you can fix it. And then I wanted to say, because I, I mentioned it um, earlier and then you said it as well, you either do one of two things with trauma. You either mimic it or you go stupid hard to do the opposite. Right. And sometimes that's unhealthy too, right? right? Because you're like, this was so traumatic to me that I'm going to do the exact opposite. But it could be damaging to yourself to put that much pressure on right. you, right? So it's, 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 it's hard. It's just a tough thing. And, and that's, that's what we, it's normal. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's normal that these things is what we go through as people. And we don't even recognize that this is not normal. Yeah, this, this shouldn't not, be. Okay. It's not normal. Yeah. I like that you mentioned um, when you said that, because initially you said, you know, if people didn't grow up the way we grew up, we feel like they're not going to have those types of values. But what would make you feel like 
not growing up how we grew up <laughs> would make you. And exactly. I was like, damn, I never exactly. thought about it like that, but that's true. Exactly. True. I'm. I grew up in the hood in New Orleans. I, we wasn't dirt poor, but we ain't had no money. Money mm -hmm. shit. We went years without having vehicles. We had to walk to the grocery store and carry groceries back home and mm -hmm. all that type. My wife come from a, the complete opposite of that. Yeah. I felt like I grew up and that, that made me a better person. That made me uh, appreciate things. That made me yada, yada, yada. Okay, I'm married to a woman who was opposite of that. Yeah. And she's still a great person. appreciate things and, and know how to deal with things. And so just because you go through these tra traumatic experiences and these things don't mean that that makes you a better person than somebody who didn't go through that. Yeah. But that's what we've been led to believe. Our trauma and, has led us to believe this makes us better people. And we'll say things like, it didn't hurt me. Look at how I, exactly. see, I went through all that. Exactly. But look, at, I'm still, exactly. and that's, that's traumatic. No, nah, like, yeah, you just a functioning yeah. traumatic person. You know what I'm saying? You just yeah. functioning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That True. didn't hurt me to do exactly. that. Um, but was it right? Did you want to do it? Like exactly, should yeah. you have had to? Yeah, because yeah. it's ultimately rules to all of this stuff. Like everything that we went through, we didn't have to necessarily have to go through that. Yeah. So I feel like things that you necessarily didn't have to go through, those are probably going to be your traumatic experiences. Mm-hmm. I feel like I say things because um, I think we're beneficial right now because we are in an age where mental health is being highlighted so much. So for, for our parents or our parents' parents, like the things that we look back on our childhood and we like, damn, that was traumatic. Why did they do this to me? They were operating from all that they had, right? And they their experiences came from somewhere, exactly. right? So you'd be wanting to blame your parent and really what did they go through that made exactly. their life traumatic? And, and that's why I keep saying it it's, it's, it's generation. Yeah. They learned it from their they parents and their grandparents and their grandparents learned it from their... And, you know, I'm a... I'm a pro-black person yeah so i know <laughs> every everything that in my mind it all goes back to slavery yo jazz, with, jazz just with, the same thing with black folks with us yeah. black people i feel like all of that goes right back to slavery that's what we learned all of these 